us than it still be over there like that one time. It's probably a good idea. Thank you for letting me know. Yeah. <laughs> so we sound like we sound like Rick Flair on his podcast because like he's so far away. Then all like once in a while he gets like real close to his fucking microphone and it's like loud as shit. Rick Flair does it feel to be uh, compared to an out of touch old man who doesn't understand how technology works? <laughs> <laughs> feels feels pretty bad. Thanks. <laughs> Well, on that note, hi everybody, welcome to the Royal Rumble edition of the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. I am Jason, I'm joined this week by both Michael and Kevin. Hopefully everybody out there is doing well, I know we are doing our best, so we're going to get this episode in the can, talk about the Royal Rumble and everything that happened. Before we get into Royal Rumble, I think Kevin and I are going to share some experiences from our uh, our trip to Cleveland for AEW Dynamite and Rampage, and then we'll, we'll kind of go from there. So uh, before we get things kick-started... Make sure that if you don't already follow us on your favorite social media app called Twitter, that is uh, at Live Your Gimmick. That's the at symbol followed by L I V Y O U R G I M M I C K M O U S E. Oh, speaking of Twitter, can we just discuss the elephant in the room? The comment you just had like five minutes ago on there. Which one was that? Oh, I don't know something. About That's when you know it's bad when he doesn't remember. <laughs> well, I made a couple of comments. So I wasn't sure which one you're well, referring to. The one where one, I called a guy a dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say oh to go along to go along with our Seinfeld themes. It was something yada yada. You're a fucking spark. That's not. <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds about right. All right, hold on a second. I'll. I'll All right, I yada yada remember the best part. Uh, <laughs> rubble. You, yeah, you respond to too many people. I can't figure out which one. Well, no, no, no. So we got we got I people that respond. We got responded people that responded to us. A lot of that. So that's that's not all me responding. Well, to I, I'm going to tweets and replies so that way I can see the things you've actually said. Since that seems to be the uh, oh, the gotcha. focal point here. Yeah, unless the person. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. All it. right. <laughs> Let people enjoy what they. Hold on. Hold on. Read what the guy said first, though. Oh my god. Re- read what he said and what I replied to. Fed put put some context act- on this shit. Fed stands <laughs> acting like Royal Rumble was good. LMFAO. It's okay to admit that it was dog shit. Cuz spelled C O S because people are un- apparently not intelligent on the internet. It was. Hopefully this helps. He also uh, give he'll... me a minute. Wrestling podcast responded. Let people enjoy what they want to watch. Why is it your place to be a dick about it? <laughs> so what if people enjoyed the rumble? I did. Up until the men's rumble match, my reason for disliking might be someone else's reason for enjoying it. Negative comments like this divide the I, hashtag IWC. <laughs> now, I, 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 didn't, I, 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 did, I didn't mean it with that level of aggression. <laughs> and, and here's the kicker. It has one like. Hashtag at JP Hummel. <laughs> you were literally the lion licking his own balls. I like try, oh I like trying to bring attention to. Meanwhile, our dude who's like shit, uh, fucking talking the rumble has a thousand three hundred and forty nine likes. Yeah, whatever. I said what I said. All right. <laughs> there was more comments on there like mine though. I wasn't the only person that took a, took uh, a shot I, at him. But Kevin brought it up. I was just reading it. Oh, I know. I know. 
But I, I, just, also, wanted to get Mike, I just wanted to get Mike fired. I, I also didn't mean it with that level of aggression that you put into it. I don't it, know. Though, there so. was an exclamation point in there. <laughs> it wasn't all caps, though. You read it as if it was all caps. I'm not, no, I'm not, I read it with I'm not Shiki Baby out here. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Uh, well, yeah, so you can you can get those and other great tweets <laughs> at Live Your Gimmick. I also did put a question out there and uh, got got a lot of responses, so we'll read through those a little bit later on, too, when we're talking more about the Royal Rumble itself. But, uh, yeah, uh, before we get kicked off, Michael, how you doing? I saw Kevin yesterday, and I've seen Kevin more this week than I have in probably, like, two, two years, but... Uh, how, how, how have you been? I'm real okay. I'm just reading through the the a lot of responses that you got, and the first one cracks me up because I'm just like wondering who still has access to that account at this point and is using it. Oh yeah, um, I I'm pretty sure that came from from Wes because he yeah he was actually talking about it because uh, he asked me to to take a video of it, so I recorded the video a video of Johnny Knoxville in the Rumble and I sent it to him. And then he replied back, oh, I'm actually watching it, LMFAO. So he apparently downloaded the Peacock app and did a free trial or something, or he already had Peacock, I don't know. But I was watching on YouTube or something. Who yeah, knows? maybe, who knows. But uh, but yeah, and I am totally just completely lost. I don't even know where um, where I'm at now as far as the show goes. But <laughs> anyway. uh, You asked me how I was, and I said I'm good. And then I good. laughed at uh, the responses to your tweet, and cool. then here we are. Cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, so this past Wednesday, I went and picked up Kevin and uh, also longtime listener of the show, Pat, and we went to... That's the one that you called a stupid mark and, and on never, the internet I've and never said that his taste Pat. in sports ball was, was <laughs> shit and he should feel bad about it? No, that was that was, uh, oh. Mike. That was Mike. That was not Pat. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's not what was said either. I can't keep track okay. of what friends you bury on the show. <laughs> So we uh, we got in the car, uh, drove up to Cleveland, Ohio, to the Wolstein Center, which is uh, where Cleveland State University is, and we got to watch. Oh uh, is there a fast forward? No, the, that's, we instantly tried to get a job by the parking people. You know, yeah. we, we we just we just, we tried to find the. We were going to try to park in the parking deck. We found like somewhere like even closer. It was twenty bucks. No big deal pull in and the guy's like trying to get like 50 bucks out of us yeah. and like, whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he, pull in, he goes all right 50 bucks we're like what no yeah. it says 20 on the side motherfucker <laughs> and then he started laughing he's oh i'm just kidding i'm just kidding it's 20 like that fuck <laughs> are we are we gonna talk about what happened on the way there on air i know you you know pat better than i do or should we, nah, should, we probably, should we leave that to an not. off air did, did someone's wiener come out in the car <laughs> If so, then it has to be on. It has to be on air. Yeah, you can't leave that shit off air. Uh, out of respect to Pat, we'll just leave it up to everybody's imagination. We'll tell For you. everyone listening, that's a yes. We'll, t- we'll, we'll, t- we'll tell you after the show, Michael. Anyway, so <laughs> they had a Pee Wee Herman moment so, just all so, over the back seat of the seat. <laughs> so we pull into the. I lost my mic. <laughs> we pull into. <laughs> So we pull into the parking lot, and then we and we, walk, out. we walk across the street. We get into the arena. I, I started to panic because I forgot my mask in the car, but luckily they had masks at the door. So we get in there just in we, time. We, no, we literally were like, I'm like, everybody's got a mask, right? Because you gotta have a mask. Whatever. Jason's like, yeah, I got this one or whatever. And we're walking up, and literally as we get to the door, Jason's like, oh fuck, I forgot my mask in the car. I was like, 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, they had them at the gate, so I was able to get one from the uh, the people that were checking us in. So we go in, and uh, we sit down. We get there just in time for the, the matches to start for Dark, and there's a couple of matches. Like, I think Lance Archer had a match, and they were all, like, real fast and just kind of stupid, like, squash matches. And then uh, and then Dynamite started, which Dynamite was a pretty good show. I, I imagine you watched it, right? Yeah, I watched bits and pieces yeah. of it. I mean the 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 fucking ladder match, man. That that spot uh, that Sammy hit that cutter off of the springboard on the ladder Jesus was one Christ. of the craziest spots I've ever seen live. Like that was just fucking insane. I mean that yeah, was the only the only thing I didn't like about that match is I feel like someone needs to talk to Sammy about selling things because like he did that and it felt like pretty quickly he was back up and you know sp- yeah. like he got a fucking second wind out of nowhere and it's like dude you just like fell <laughs> 10 feet off a ladder with another dude attached to you like at least try to make it look or, like it hurt or, or even when he, he when he hit that like kind of swanton on the ladder that was bridged and he kind of bounced right back up after that too and that was mm-hmm. like dude that fucking like that looked like it hurt <laughs> bad yeah, yeah. for both he, guys he sells it for like 30 seconds and then he's done and yeah. it, like it's and yeah, someone needs to just kind of get with him and be like, "Hey, you need to like at least make it look like these are taking effect on you throughout the match, this and that." Yeah, because I went back when we when my, we got home, or I got home, I um uh started eating. I wanted something to eat, so I like decided to watch the show back, or whatever. And at least that match, and like honestly, that spot when he did that swanton looked worse live than it did on TV. Like live, like it looked like. Holy! And I I think I actually got a video of it too yeah, and yeah. watched it back, and it just like and with his selling of it, it did not look good. Um, it looked a little bit better like on camera, but live, I, we were like, holy shit! But just the, like, the, the sound that it made in the arena oh, was yeah. just like it, I mean, it was kind of horrifying. <laughs> like it sounded terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, the just... spot when the spot when he did the cutter, Mike. Like we all like about shit ourselves. Like, Jason kind of, like, halfway, like, unintentionally punched me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and yeah, I, I was like, oh, shit, did you see that? Yeah, and I didn't sell it. But, like, I got, you know, a little cross right by my jaw, but we were all, like. My bad. So, so it was like uh, Big E and AJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was, yeah, I, I mean, I was, like, I was, like, grabbing his chest. I was like, did you see that? Like, that was, that was insane. It was by chest, you mean punching him in the face? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, just the whole place kind of came unglued for that. And then, I mean, outside of that, the the Punk and MJF promo back and forth, I thought was really good. That was a, a lot of fun, and it and it did a really good job of getting that rivalry back on track. They've kind of moved the Wardlow storyline back to the back burner. It's still got that underlying tension, but they did a good job of re refocusing the rivalry on Punk and MJF. I'm a little disappointed we didn't get the match in Cleveland, but, you know, of course we're going to get it next week on, on Dynamite from Makes Chicago. More sense it does, Chicago. And, that, and that's fine, and it is what it is. But, you know, it, it was just definitely a um, definitely a, uh, a, a good, uh, good kind of story building. And then, uh, you know, I'm trying to think. The Britt Baker segment was fun. There was a lot of – it felt like there was a lot of talking segments on Dynamite this week compared to, like, wrestling matches. Like, there was a couple mm-hmm. of matches, but, you know, there was a lot. It, everything was kind of building up to the big matches, the ladder match and the uh, and the um, the lights out match. I'm trying to think yeah, of what they, happened after Britt. I think there was at least one other match in there, right? It was like Jade. They, Car- we, or, uh, we, we had the trios match. 
Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, with the okay. Yeah, with the that was that was after the ladder match. So did uh, now was Jericho flicking off Ortiz yeah. and Santana then when he was walking up the ramp? It was kind of hard to see from where we were. Yeah, yeah. He because I watched that. I mean, I watched that back too. Yeah, he was like they shared like a brief moment. <clears throat> yeah, but he was flipping them off. So I don't know what to think. That was, kind of, that was kind of weird how that all broke down, but I like the storytelling aspect of it though because they they acted like they didn't need him, but then he ended up helping them win it and and, and all that. So that was that was kind of uh, decently done. And then you know of course the lights out match with Orange Cassidy and and um, yeah and uh, Adam Cole is a good match, but I feel like honestly having that ladder match happen early just watered down that lights out match to me because there wasn't really anything that they could do to top what happened in that ladder match. Well, also just in general, if you compare it to the other lights out matches, it just wasn't as, as brutal as what we're used to. Those kind of matches. Like they tried to find this balance between like the comedy aspect of it and the brutality of that match. And they did like, it was still a good match. I enjoyed it, but it just, it didn't feel like a lights out match. From what we're at least not what we're used to. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I and I think that's a fun way to introduce Danhausen. But there's a lot of people that when he came out of there had no fucking clue who that guy is. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think that's and I kind of brought this up to Kevin yesterday when we were when he was over here for the Rumble. And I think that's kind of the issue with AEW, and I think that's going to be their problem going forward. <laughs> Is that yeah? They're pulling all these people from the indies and they're bringing their gimmicks in and they're giving them a home and a platform. But to your to your average audience, a lot of people just don't even know who these guys are. But at the same time, you know they're not building new stars. Like they're not building homegrown talent, with the exception of like Hook. They really haven't built anybody that's like a homegrown talent. Yeah. I'll let you guys discuss that for a second. I'm gonna go mute my TV because I just realized the sound's still on. On. <laughs> oh, well, um, we knew, we knew it was on. But. Yeah. Uh, so I find it funny though that he mentioned that like not a lot of people in in the arena knew who he was because there was I saw some people on Twitter arguing about it. Some dude um, posted something along the lines of, uh, "This is AEW's problem. Instead of bringing in big stars." Um, they're just bringing in a bunch of nobodies from the indies. And then some responded, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, like, I was there, like, you know, 10,000 people were cheering when he came out. And I'm like, oh, so it's, it's funny to see, like, the difference between someone who's a fan and what they perceived they heard versus, like, someone who didn't know who he was and what they heard when they were there. Yeah. yeah and I, <clears throat> I think the whole thing with the – because when you and I were talking about this, Jason, and I like thought about it a little bit like on my own, like as far as like homegrown talent, like I guess like as far as AEW, like it, it would be hard for them to to just have nothing but homegrown talent. You know what I mean? Like or even have like yeah. a large portion because they yeah I at mean, that you, scale you, that WWE is where they can have their yeah. own separate show just to do that. It's not like it's not like you know like WCW like let's say at their big time peak like ninety six to ninety eight or whatever, and like right there that's not a they didn't have an excuse for that as far as like they should have been building homegrown talent you know Goldberg was like the one legit guy that got like a huge break um, because they've been established for 
God knows how long. Like they were NWA before and they've been WCW for how many years? Like AEW is brand new. So as far as the homegrown talent, like I think that's something that they, they need time on. If, if they're still around another, let's say another three, four five years and they're still not doing it, then maybe it's a, uh, okay. But, but that I, the idea of taking somebody and even rebranding them and giving them a different type of gimmick, though, because you, you look at somebody like Ted DiBiase, he was known as Ted DiBiase working other territories and other promotions, but when he came to the WWE, they made him the million-dollar man and they gave him a character, and he took that character and became a bigger star than he ever was. Or if you look at a guy like, um, you know, the Junkyard Dog, you know, he they kind of gave him, like, a, you know, the... Uh, uh, some different gimmicks to kind of make him a bigger star. You look at Hulk Hogan, you know, he was Hulk Hogan in other territories, but he was a completely different character than what he was when he came into WWE and and, and so on. So the, the list goes on and on. You look at Paul White, they brought him in as Paul White, but then they give him the moniker of the big show. And then he becomes a big, big star known as the big show. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like they're, they're just not, they're, they're bringing people in as they are. And they're not changing much about them. And if they don't work, they don't, they, you know, Brian Cage is a great example. They brought in Brian Cage and they kept him as Brian Cage, but they didn't do anything to change him. They didn't give him any other type of direction or any other type of opportunity. He was just like, ah, it's not working. We're just going to let like, the contract expire. So if they brought in like Adam Cole and just completely changed him up, like, would you guys accept that? Or like, no, CM Punk, and that's, CM... and that's, that's but Adam, the thing though. Adam Cole is more of an established name than Brian Cage is though, too. So there's a little bit of a difference well, there, but the Adam, Cole, let's look at, Sean Spears, he was he was fucking nothing in WWE. He was the fucking ten count guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and they brought him in, and they did this whole fucking journey where he became the chairman. Like, so they do do that to an extent. They just yeah, don't do it regularly. Times, but yeah, but th- that's only because they couldn't use the. But that that's also though they couldn't use the name Ty Dillinger, so he wasn't going by Sean Spears when he was in WWE. He was going by Ty Dillinger. So you can't use that name Ty Dillinger, so it's almost in that case they had to force it. But like and I, I mean he still I guess, could have done the same exact gimmick and gimmick and came in and still done like a fucking ten like gimmick. Like I guess that depends on if WWE had the perfect ten or anything like that cop- copyrighted though. I don't know if you could copyright that or not. I don't know. But anyway, I, I get it. But in, in some cases they have. But I look at Sean Spears, though, and I don't really think he's in any better position than he was when he was in WWE, though, either. I mean, he's basically the fourth most important he's... member in a faction, and he's not even. I mean, he's so it, he, in he, my got, opinion. he jobbed to CM Punk in 10 seconds. <laughs> but then on this past week, this dynamite, like he got his back. I mean, because they beat the shit oh, I mean, out of fucking Punk and. What about like Warlow? Like he seems to be like a homegrown talent to yeah. me. Like I, yeah. I've never heard of Warlow before. No, and honestly, no, no. I, I understand. I understand MJF was like an MLW, but that don't. You know what I mean? Like he's another one that is to me like an yeah. AEW like homegrown. Well, and and MJF is like one of those pillars that that we've talked about before and what they've talked about on Darby TV Allen. Too. 
Darby Allen, yeah. I mean, but again, but these guys are doing the exact same stick they were on the indies. They're just doing it on a bigger platform now. Now with these guys, it's but that's because it works. Yeah, with yeah. these guys, it's working. But for some of them, it's not. And I guess I would like to see maybe with some of them, it's not that they do try to repackage and retool because the whole thing so far with AEW, what it seems like is we're going to bring you in, give you a shot. But if your gimmick's not really working, we're just going to do away with you. Basically, they're not they're not really trying to help these people out or give them anything I else. Mean, to go off is, of, is that much but, better than what WWE does where they're like hey we're gonna bring you in let you do your thing get yourself over and then bring you up to the main roster compare, change your gimmick I'm and then comparing you literally the are comparing because you literally I'm just spent 10 minutes going the they're not building stars like the million dollar man they're not I'm building just, stars at like the junkyard I, I, dog I'm, I'm, you I'm literally just, compared it to WWF no, therefore just, we're comparing just, it to WWE I'm just saying that I I guess my point is in order for them to grow or be successful that's something I'd like to see them start doing in the future that's mm-hmm. that's all I'm saying I'm not comparing the two. Like, I'm neither just... company does that anymore, though, because WWE doesn't do that either. Anybody whose gimmick they've changed, they've changed it for the worse, and then they don't get over. I mean, it could be worse. AEW could know. bring in like AEW could bring in Shane McMahon and put him in the title picture. <laughs> you know what I mean? Here comes so... money. He, he, he'd have to. <laughs> Be, uh, I, I mean, uh, Shane got the loudest. I think Shane. I, I think Shane got the loudest pop in the night, though, man. When that when that music hit, man, the like place went fucking nuts. So, him, him, well, I'm Ronda got a pretty good one. Ronda got I a think, good I, one actually, I think Mickey. I think Mickey James got a good one because her, they let her come out to her Impact theme. Yeah. So and with the title too. So. Can we but, discuss yeah. the fact that this fucking forbidden door bullshit had been going on for weeks and then it fucking just it meant absolutely nothing? Well, I mean, two people. It was Melina because she works for NWA. And, and she was Mickey. out and she was out in five seconds. Yeah. They, they, yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, so then uh, after that lights out match, they started uh, Rampage. We had a good Mox match. I, I haven't watched Rampage back. I'm I'm interested to see that match went really really long between Anthony Bowens and John Moxley. I felt like on Rampage they probably would have actually like cut some of the match out because it felt like it was like a fifteen minute match all, <laughs> to start all the I know show is off. By, by the time like Rampage got to that tag title match like i felt like we were at like wrestlemania was it 35 or 36 yeah it was like it, like the the crowd was like, dying a little bit too like it, everybody was like oh god okay i'm ready to go home. first of all first of all those the seats in the wall seats are very small and they're uncomfortable like yeah and they're uncomfortable and my ass got it, stuck in the chair when i was trying to get up like, <laughs> <laughs> I was here's like that needs to be the title of the show. My ass got stuck in the chair. Here's the funny thing: I I had two pairs of pants on. I had a couple shirts. I still had my jacket on. Like when we sat down, like I didn't take any, like I didn't take my coat off anything, just because it was so tight in there. Like I'm just conscious of like losing something out of my coat pocket or whatever. But I'll say one thing: when we went outside and it was like negative eleven degrees outside, felt really. I felt felt fucking great. (laughs) I was like, I was so confused. Like, why the fuck did you have so many layers? Because because I thought we were going to wait in line forever. Because the last time when Pat and I went, and we got we waited in line for like an hour and a half because they like were like late opening the doors and stuff, and it was freezing. Like I said, it was probably about zero. By the time we got there, luckily we only waited. It figures we waited in line for like what five, six, ten minutes or something like that. Um, so, like I said, but we, when you're in there, you're, you're like this, and I'm just like, by the time we get to rampage, I'm like, oh, please just fucking end these matches. <laughs> just I don't even care at this point anymore. Just yeah. get this over with. Well, it's like everyone who was watching the Rumble. Yeah, 
Oh, my God. All right. So, speaking of which, <laughs> let's talk about the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. So, so for... real quick, before we get into the actual matches, sure. did you guys hear what happened to the WrestleMania sign? Yeah, we did. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the fact that it caught fire and they had to yeah. like fucking make people leave their seats. Yes. Twice. Twice. Yeah. yeah. So they did when it happened so they could put it out. And then at the end, they were like, hey, when uh, the rumble's over, you're going to have to leave so we can set up some pyro. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, saw a, I saw a picture of like that whole section like caution taped off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So pretty funny that the WrestleMania sign apparently uh, was not done very well this year. But uh, the WrestleMania sign jobs to no one. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the show opened up with what what we all thought would be a really good match, and it turned out to be. Uh, but man, uh, when Roman first came out, I was like, "Oh wow, Roman's coming out first. But then when the camera was zoomed in on him, and you heard the Sierra Echo, <laughs> Sierra, Sierra Hotel, Hotel Echo, Indigo, India, Echo. <laughs> the Shield, yeah. and seeing his face and how it just like totally was like, what the fuck, man? That was priceless. I I, mean, I was literally mid-sentence telling Cecilia, I'm like, oh, man, it would be good. I, I really feel like Seth has to come out to the old S.H.I.E.L.D. thing to fuck with Roman. And then, like, it hits, and I fucking popped. Yeah. I mean, he, he you know, and he had the gimmick, the whole get up on. He came through the crowd. And, and the crowd, like, I've listened it back to it a couple of times, and I love the crowd reaction, too, because the crowd reaction was a pop, but then it was also... Oh, Roman, you just got punked. Like, it was the, the crowd reaction was just like, oh, shit. Like, it was an oh, shit crowd reaction, which was which was perfect for the moment. And, man, and it, and it definitely got the crowd on Seth's side, too, because, you know, and, and especially the way that the match ended, like, with Roman just beating the shit out of him, you know, basically. You know, and somebody did a clip of when Seth turned on the shield and with when mm-hmm. Roman did that and it was identical to, oh, it was yeah, yeah I the second that he did it I was like oh damn they fucking like shot for shot that shit yeah even with him throwing the chair out of the ring the exact same way it was all mm-hmm. the same it was fucking crazy it's almost like Roman had watched that so many times and mm-hmm. was so obsessed over it that he just had to do the exact same thing back to Seth and I, I loved you know people talk about no long term storytelling like that was long <laughs> Long ass term storytelling. Oh, mm. But yeah, and then that, that, that was and then and then incredible, and, except for the DQ finish. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of. But you pretty. know, you know what though, it, it it is like, but it's it's a good way to get a DQ finish. You know, him holding on to that choke and not letting go, and then and then and doing screaming, the whole, he won't let me let it go. Yeah, I mean, you know, it 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 definitely brought some emotion out. I really didn't mind that that much. Like it was, it was definitely a, um, you know, of course in a, in a big event like that, you want to see clean finishes, but the, the story that it told, I thought was worth it. And, and you know what I mean? Like that's, uh, so I, I'm okay with it. I can live with it. Yeah. The five minutes that like took place after it kind of made up for it, but it was still one of those things where the mat, it happened and I'm just like, oh, I'm already fucking over the rumble now because of this shit. And yeah. then that happened. I'm like, okay, at least like, if this goes anywhere, I'm okay with it. My worries, it's not because obviously what we're going to talk about here shortly, we already know who Roman's facing at Mania. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. oh, without a doubt. So, but does this set up some kind of like rematch? You think, or 
like for Saudi or I mean, yeah, maybe they'll be in the elimination chamber in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I, I, I could. So can't believe that they're like, yeah, that's a great uh, pay per view to hold in Saudi Arabia. I don't know why that matters. Like, is Saudi Arabia known for like keeping people in cages or something? Like, I don't. I mean, they they abduct people, kidnap them, or well, kidnapping and abduct the same thing, torture them and kill them. So yes, I mean, I feel like a lot of countries do that though. Yeah, but Saudi Arabia is like the whole reason why people are like so against Dewey going to Saudi Arabia is because it's like got a big spotlight on it because they've like taken reporters and shit and mm-hmm. yeah yeah but they're not like holding them in chambers well, and, they kill i mean they're probably holding them in, they, in cages and like or maybe, like, they, they, maybe in a dark basement somewhere but not necessarily the a, one thing a i the thing i heard with the like the um and when john oliver you guys ever watched um john oliver one of my last did, one of my favorite shows last week tonight with john oliver yeah well he did that whole segment on wwe and talking about saudi well i guess it was the saudi prince supposedly had something to do with that reporter that was abducted and killed yeah, and like yeah. maimed and stuff whatever and, so and that all happened at, <laughs> because you know saudi arabia was trying to kind of clean up their image and the saudi prince was trying to basically build better relationships between Saudi Arabia and other countries. And that was a big part of WWE making this deal with them. Now that that incident happened after the deal was already in place. Now, I don't know what the the, the contract looks like, but the biggest backlash WWE got was not breaking that contract. But for Mm -hmm. me, like, you know, like I don't put, I guess I don't put that, you know, what happened with that reporter and the elimination chamber in the same like breath it's more so just the idea of an elimination which implies kill and a chamber which is like a dungeon so it's more so just the image that it implies with a country that's trying to supposedly clean up its image about kidnapping people torturing them and killing them yeah uh so it's it's more so that than anything i think it's hilarious that they are like fuck it we don't care uh, versus just calling it crown jewel or whatever and then maybe having the chamber match there i don't know it's yeah. very and it was an odd choice i mean I, I thought it was an odd choice when it was like melter brian brian alvarez compared it to uh or he said something about oshkowitz not being like in he said something like oh was oshkowitz not available or something like that because you like but i was like that's just oh, going Jesus. way too fucking far oh like, just my god try to make your make your point i mean but. if if that was the case then they would have clearly had to have uh, gunther come and win it <laughs> oh my god uh boy all right moving on so uh yeah but i i i enjoyed the the seth and roman match i thought it was a good match overall then we got the women's royal rumble which you know honestly i you know this to me i i like the women's royal rumble i thought it was booked well i thought it, it was, went longer it did go yeah, longer it went, went longer than three minutes which is what we expected <laughs> yeah it, i mean it was still it was still shorter than it, it was still shorter than an hour by just a, by a minute or two i think it was like 59 minutes and some change um but the um just like overall i thought it was what Oh. It went over by. It was under by a minute or two. I think it was fifty nine yeah. minutes and some change. It was. It was. It was, <laughs> it was under by a few seconds. I should say. All right. So uh, it was under by less than a minute. But it was. Uh, I, I thought it was. I thought it was booked well. I thought it was structured well. I don't have a problem with Ronda Rousey winning. I don't know why there was so much backlash over Ronda Rousey Rousey winning. From what I've seen, I don't think it's so much the her winning as it is who she was in like the 
like final two with because with her eliminating Charlotte Flair, that kind of sets up either one of two things. Either it's going to be her versus Flair at Mania, or they're just going to rehash that entire fucking triple threat again versus finally having her versus Becky in a singles match. Well, and, and honestly, I didn't... I can understand that, I guess, to a point, but when she eliminated Charlotte, there wasn't, like a look from Charlotte that made me think like this was going to continue on. I mean, she like screamed like, well, yeah, I mean, she got eliminated, but it wasn't, and she didn't go to try to attack Rhonda. She didn't like, cut a prom- she didn't cut a promo on Rhonda afterwards or anything like that. It was just more like frustration that she got eliminated more so than it being like a, a personal thing with, with Rhonda. It's, but. it's the Royal Rumble though. Like they've never had someone cut a promo. Well, after what, what about this though? So we've talked about plus unifying. Let's have the, the place with being evacuated. So it's not like they had time for. <laughs> no, no. And, and I agree though. Like <laughs> Becky and Rhonda is the money. So if the, if the point of doing this is to get Becky or to get Rhonda versus Charlotte, Okay, it'll be a good match, but it's not it's not where the money's at. The money is Rhonda and Becky. Whether it happens one on one. Now, I'd be okay if 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 they're because we've talked about the the whole title unification thing. If their whole idea to unify the title was to run it back and have that triple threat match like Rhonda's like, "Hey, you know, this was my last match. I want a redemption. I want both of your asses and I want to I want to take both of your titles." I could be on board with that. You know, it's not the match that I want to see, but if, if that gets us to the point where we're unifying the titles and that story makes sense, I'm I'm good with that. I can live with it. But if she's only going to face one of the two, Becky is the money. It's it's not mm-hmm. Charlotte. And I'm sorry. And, and, and if that's where WWE is going with it, then they are missing the boat because the money has and always will be Becky and Ronda. And they just, for whatever reason can't fucking see it i mean that the story they could build there going back to everything that happened back before the survivor series when when becky got hurt i mean just that that story alone like they don't need to force feed charlotte into it it can be its own story and somebody can win an elimination chamber match and and face and face charlotte but that's yeah. that's just my opinion you know and i'm sure you guys charlotte can, can enter the elimination chamber match so she can choose her own opponent yeah yeah, yeah. Be your own number one contender again. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Like, this no, be her entire gimmick now. She does things to try to make herself her own number one contender for her, ma- for her title. No, I mean, I agree with Jason. I I could be on board with, like, that whole idea. Those three, even if it's, like, even let's say no title unification, if all three, if all two, if, if all the belts are, both belts are on the line again type thing, winner take all, like, part two, I'm fine with that. Because really right now, I mean, that's, like, you know, outside of them, there, there's not much really, you know, any big challenges for the women's division. So, I don't know, man. Fucking people seem to pop for for Shayna. Yeah, people did pop for Shayna, and and there was a. I enjoyed the the Shayna and Ronda kind of mm-hmm. back and forth too, where they just kind of gave each other a smile, like, "Hey, well, we have business to take care of." But how you that's doing? What, yeah, was, that's what Ronda <laughs> says. Like, when you haven't seen somebody in a while, but you got you got a rumble to try to win, and then like Shan <laughs> tweeted her and said, "Let's get some coffee sometime or something." <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! And all the fucking people, uh, the Seinfeld memes of uh, <laughs> they're real and spectacular with people emphasizing Ronda's <laughs> boobs. Okay, the woman just dude. had a kid. Like, come on, man! Like, let. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, the one about Jesus. 
I mean, there's a the reason. Sweat, but the sweat, the sweatpants or whatever. And somebody's like, she just had a baby like what four months ago or something. They're yoga. Like, I think they were yoga pants. Something they were, they were sweatpants. Like yoga yeah. pants or something. Yeah. yeah, they were tight. They, yeah. But they did the meme. They did the meme about like when Jerry told George the day you start wearing sweatpants in public is just you're you know giving up and everything. <laughs> and but somebody's like, she just had a baby. Like, yeah. First of all, she, she let her be comfortable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just more like weirded out by her entire getup to begin with because it was like almost like a singlet. But well, then she had this weird like shoulder shirt. Yeah, but, on top but, but of it. she could she couldn't wear the top that she normally wears because she oh, yeah, she's it, usually she about about falling out of that anyway when her boobs yeah. weren't that big. So I mean, if she was wearing that, if she was wearing that, that top, I mean, fit. no, hell yeah, no, the thing wouldn't have fit in general right I mean, now. Let I, alone I, I, everybody would have seen the real and spectacular. <laughs> um, I will say. I love how she came out. Like she didn't come out like all smiling. Like you no, know, yeah. I haven't been here. No, like she came out like badass Ronda Rousey. Like mm-hmm. that. That. That was awesome for me. And I've had that fucking yeah. song stuck in my head for the last two days. I was like walking around, like cleaning the house yesterday, going, That's impressive, "I don't give a damn about my like, bad reputation." It's been like twenty four <laughs> hours. That's impressive as fuck. <laughs> well, I, I guess I'm exaggerating, but yeah, I was like walking around cleaning the house today, just like humming <laughs> that song. So it's been stuck in my head all day. Today. He, he was he was humming that song. <laughs> not he humming that song. Humming that song. So, <laughs> but no, I mean, and, and and you know, the a lot of people were kind of pissed about how Molly Holly wasn't in the Rumble for very long. But I love the storytelling oh, dude, that with was Nikki kicking fantastic. Her ass. That was yeah, great, especially when she screamed. She screamed, "There can only be one superhero!" Yeah. Like, come on now. It was perfect. It was so yeah. well done. And and Molly Holly's not going to be around. You know, there's no reason yeah. for her to be in it a long time. And even like Summer Ray was talking about this on Renee's podcast. She's like, "I don't like. I'm I'm just happy to be there. I know I'm not going to be here." like beyond this i don't need to be in there for 40 minutes get me in and get me out i just want to make the appearance you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's like oh you're disrespecting these legends you're disrespecting these people like they don't want to fucking be in there they haven't worked yeah. in how long yeah. they want to be they, out of there they, as they soon as possible so here's the, here's the other kicker though is these same people are the people who are like oh they just they keep bringing in all these part-timers right. and, and dropping out all the fucking like full-time talent and then when they finally have the full-time talent fucking go over on these part-timers and, like, really fucking give it to them, they're like, oh, how dare they disrespect them? It's like, make up your fucking mind, yeah. you fucking smart. Like, people are pissed how long Melina was in there. I mean, Melina, she wasn't going to win it. She's probably like, yeah, yeah. get me, me in, get me out. Let me do my split. Let me do my thing. Melina, and- Melina was, like, borderline in tears because she, you know, was just so happy to be there. Like, Right. So then, then her and her and Sasha had a split off when yeah. she kicked her out of the ring. That was great. They were just bouncing, and it was like, ah, "Is this? Are we back in like early tw- or two thousands, <laughs> like WWE right now?" So yeah, the, the women's match was fun. It really was. It, it was. I thought it was. I thought it was well done. Like I think CBS.com gave it a C, but I, I would. I would honestly. Well, um, I would have given it a B plus. Yeah, I would have given that. Uh, I'd say B plus is is actually a pretty pretty good grade for that. So the only thing that I would have changed is. I just, I really wish, like, as much as I don't care, I don't. It doesn't bother me that Ronda won. I just really wish they would have used this opportunity because to, to to try to elevate someone else um, for a change. Just because I feel like the Rumble's gotten so far away from that feel where, like, it's a chance for you know a fresh start, and it's just been Benz has been like Roman and Brock and Drew, and then the women's has been what Charlotte and Ronda and. 
Yeah, uh, I, mean, Asuka? I, I think the year uh, that Ibrecki, Shin, I think the year that Shinsuke and Oscar won were was was probably the year that like nobody saw that shit coming. Yeah, you know I mean? that, like, that was that the was, last time that it really yeah. was like a shocking moment. That's yeah. the other thing is where the fuck was Oscar? Yeah, Oscar hasn't been apparently, around. Apparently, Oscar's not ready for Oscar. Yeah, there's no there was no Bailey, there was no Paige, there was no. Bailey. But, you Did know, you see Bailey's post? Yeah, it's just <laughs> something like the like um I like the. What I want doesn't exist yet, or something like that. Oh no, she she posted on Instagram a picture of her sitting there um, with like a drink and her dog and sunglasses on, just watching the Rumble <laughs> at home. So, well, did you? Oh, uh, we'll get to we'll get to the men's here in a minute. Uh, I'll tell you what Kevin showed me before the men started. But um, all right, so then oh, after so he was the one who took his wiener out in the car. No. <laughs> so after that, we got Becky or Becky Lynch defending her title against Dewdrop. Uh, Becky was successful. I actually liked this match, but it was, it was a bit a of match. a let up. It was just I think because it followed the Royal Rumble, I feel like there was a little bit of a, a, a let up there. But it it was a good match. It was a, I thought it was yeah. a fun match. You know, I feel like between the fact that it followed the rumble and also you know a third of the arena was on fire uh really hurt yeah, this it match was, yeah. it was it was yeah, a lot of people were distracted they didn't get you yeah. Yeah, there, there wasn't much crowd participation because everybody mm-hmm. was concerned over the they, they were either spent or they were like why is there a fire over there all right so moving on from that then we got the the match that that everybody was waiting for bobby lashley against brock lesnar with paul Heyman and Man, I mean, this match delivered. It was ten minutes and fifteen seconds, so it went well past the six-minute mark that we that we predicted. Um, and it was just—I mean, it was a very hard hitting. It was a lot of back and forth. It, it was—I honestly—I I thought it met expectations. But then we got the finish, which I actually oh, liked. Man. But that—that's <laughs> how you fucking do it. Like that match. They they fucking tugged my boat all 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 ten minutes of it, like between the the like back and forth uh, German suplexes of them just having a dick measuring contest, and then when he fucking uh, when Lashley locked in the the hurt lock, and like I'm like is is Lesnar not able to break out of it? Is he gonna actually like fucking have to tap? And then the finish was perfect because it doesn't really like people could complain oh it makes Lashley look weak. No, it doesn't because it sets up this like story of like okay everything for roman and brock and then lashley now has the title back and he put up a fucking hell of a fight and looked strong the entire time so it's not like he needed roman Mm. it was just kind of put in there yeah roman just appeared yeah it wasn't it wasn't like when the miz fucking hired uh the fucking hurt business to help him win the title and then you know all that bullshit it was it was literally just Lashley, you know, got F five. Roman came in. Fucking Paul decided who his new daddy was, and then Lashley won. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and the the whole Paul Heyman turn, I thought I thought was was perfect too. Yeah, just when Roman, he's, he's his, just like hand me the fucking. When belt, Roman and he's put his like, hand out and Paul just like gladly handed it to him, I was like, oh, that was. Well, he hesitated there. He was kind of like he just kind of looked at Roman, then he kind of looked down, and he's like raised his hand. He's like, here you go. <laughs> but then it, he seemed like he was going to hesitate, but then he was on board with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he he completely. And then he kind of like swaggerly so then he str- walked he str- off. Yeah. behind Roman up the fucking yeah. ramp. I'm like, this this fuck 
fucking fair weather bitch. Well, now like, the Usos can remove the tape off their shirts. They can reveal Paul's face now. Have you noticed that? Oh. The last the last couple of, the last couple of weeks when the Usos come out, they're wearing the bloodline shirts, they just had tape over Heyman's face and X. That's great. Uh, so they can oh, finally shit. they can finally take the tape off the shirts now. But yeah, I thought push that was with good. ask though is is this been all big work to fuck over Brock or is this all just a really big work to fuck over Roman? No, I I really think this was I think this I think that was the plan to begin with that it might not have been at day one, but if they had mm-hmm. a match at the Royal Rumble or um, you know I think eventually that was what was going to happen. They just had to change their plans up a little bit due to the the whole day one mm-hmm. thing. But I think it worked yeah. out better. Like I'm sorry, I feel bad for Roman but thank god he got COVID because I feel like that really like made this so much better yeah mm-hmm. and you know it's funny to me because it's like you know people shit on so many different things about like WWE like any type of wrestling you know like people have all this like negative stuff to say and they're like oh this is terrible this is terrible this is terrible but then they don't give credit for the shit that's good like Seth and Roman, that whole thing with Seth coming out, that's WWE creative. That was, that was creative as fuck. Incredible. The whole Paul Heyman turn, that was creative. That was really that's the same company that you're saying isn't creative and they're out of touch, but at the same time they're doing cool shit like that and you're like, Oh yeah, that's awesome. So so <laughs> just to be the you know the naysayer here, we also have to keep in mind who was involved in these things. And who has creative control in those things? That's not just simple fucking dudes in the in the offices writing these stories for these guys. Roman has a very heavy fucking hand in all of his storylines, and Seth has well earned his Everything ability to be able to say approved hey, well, by one guy though. Whether it's okay, good so because he approved a but good that's idea, what, but, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, saying that he came you can't, up with it. you can't say. But what I'm saying though is, you can't say everything bad is his fault, but then mm-hmm. not give him any credit for the things that are also good. It's the same thing with like, and and it's not just in wrestling. It's it's like that in all walks of life. Like when when you talk about like a, an NFL team, you know, if if all these uh, like the head coach or the quarterback gets all the blame if shit is going terrible, but they get none of the credit when shit is going right. It's a, you know what I mean? It's just like there's always like a scapegoat, somebody that you blame in every situation that takes all of the negative backlash on shit, but then gets none of the credit for the good things that happen as well. It's like everybody just focuses on the negative. That's 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 more of the point that I'm I'm trying to make is that it's like you know you know people just need to understand like yeah there's gonna be stuff that you hate, but there's there's also so many things that is good about it too. I, I, I feel. I feel like that's. I feel like that's everything in the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really is. It, it is. It's. It's a. It's more of a systemic problem with our society than it is more of a, a thing on wrestling. But it's. Uh, but I also want to point out that I feel like, like the only stuff that really gets a lot of attention is ro- stuff Roman's a part of now. Like all the other stories just don't really hit that level of storytelling where it feels like. Like Roman Reigns is getting like a fucking MCU level budget, and everyone else is getting like <laughs> indie film budget, like writing, and it's just like, oh man. Yeah, like, I I think Brock and Bobby had a big fight feel going in. I know Roman. Oh yeah, but that's just because they're two it, big but, beefy yeah. boys. So of course that's gonna have a big fight feel. Yeah, so it's like it's like, it's, it's, where, it's like where does Bobby go from here? You know what I mean? Like, uh, I mean, who, I have to yeah. assume Bobby's gonna be in the elimination chamber. Yeah. Because that's why I have to assume that obviously Brock's going to go after Roman. Like, that's 
you know. Or the Elimination Chamber would be for the number one contender for the WWE title, and that's. I feel like that. I feel like that's that's just. Uh, it's just so overdone. I miss when the Elimination Chamber was for the title. Yeah, it felt like there were yeah. stakes involved versus it being like, okay, who out of these five or six people do I really feel is gonna probably win this? Or, or when they used, be to a do, challenger. they used to they used to do for each title. You know what I mean? They used to do for the mm-hmm. WWE and the World Title. Yeah, like I, like the night that Edge lost the WWE title in the first one, and then mm-hmm. he came out at the, the, the World Heavyweight Title one and won the World Title. You know what I mean? Stuff like yeah. that. Like that you can't see that, that happening. And, and all yeah. of the competitors in the match <clears throat> always felt like they had a legitimate chance of winning the mm-hmm. title that night. Versus now, I feel like they fill half of it with jobbers, and then you've got like maybe three people who you're like, okay, I could see the, one of these three becoming the number one contender. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do. I mean, it, it, you know, I guess we'll probably find out more tomorrow. I think that was the weirdest thing for me is having the pay-per-view on Saturday, not having mm-hmm. Raw the next day to answer some well, of these questions. Dude, it, it threw me the fuck off because, like, I, I was at work all day thinking it was Monday. And I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck, I still have one more day to work. <laughs> now, do you, understand why, do you understand why they did it, though? Yeah, because sports ball. Yeah, so basically, like, for, for anybody that doesn't really follow sports ball, it, this really has to do with the NFL. So because the NFL went from 17 to 18-week seasons, it pushed everything up a week. So normally, the Royal Rumble on Sunday goes head-to-head with the Pro Bowl, which nobody watches the fucking Pro Bowl because it's 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 basically a joke, right? So, But now, because of everything being moved up a week, now they're they're going head to head with the NFC and AFC championship game as opposed to the Pro Bowl. So that's why the pay per view was on a Saturday because, you know, basically the um, the NFC championship game was on Fox and it started at six and it wasn't over until about nine forty five. So basically, they would have had Peacock competing with Fox from about eight o'clock to about nine forty five. And, you know, I'm sure WWE doesn't want to compete with their the company that paid them a billion dollars for their TV show. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the reason why we had a Saturday Royal Rumble. And it probably, if the NFL continues to do 18-game seasons, that's probably going to be the case going forward unless WWE wants to move the Royal Rumble up or back a week. But I doubt they'll do that because it's always traditionally been the last week of, of January mm-hmm. since, it, since its inception. So, um at least on pay-per-view anyway. But, uh, but yeah, so that's that's the quick little reason why for that. So, But then, you know, after that match, then we got uh, the, the It Couple versus the Grit Couple. I thought this match was actually better than what I thought it would be. Uh, I enjoyed the, the interactions between Beth and, and Miz, or Beth and Miz and Beth and Maurice, and, you know, Edge brought it as well. I thought the outcome was a little predictable, but it, you know, turned out to be it turned out to be a fun match overall, and uh, I think uh, Kevin. I brought this up to Kevin. I said, "Is this the first time we've had a married couple versus a married couple in in wrestling history? That uh, at least a televised wrestling history? I, I can't think of any other time where that's happened. Like yeah, a legitimate married couple versus a legitimate yeah, married not, couple, not just like kayfabe married. Right. Um, I, I will say this: I don't think WWE Creative understands. You know what it's like to get hit in the head of a brick <laughs> just saying like beth has been hit twice with a brick in the back and in the back of the head pretty sure that you're not you're not just gonna you know be fine well it was wrapped up in a purse though so there's a little cushion there and plus I, I, and plus it was maurice swinging it so 
but but I'm talking about a few weeks ago though when she hit her in the head with it. Like she had enough momentum that that that's that's yeah. still gonna fucking take I mean, she you was, out for she, a week or two. She sold that better than she did during the one. Oh yeah, because but night. she also hit her yeah. in the back this time instead yeah. of the head. Which I mean, yeah. I don't know if that was supposed to be the way it was or. If it was, or maybe she hit her a little too hard the first time, and she's like, "Don't fucking hit me in the head with that thing again." <laughs> oh god! But yeah, I mean, I thought the match. I was think pretty my, good, like, my favorite reaction to this rivalry is uh, Russell Talk did a, a bit where they're like talking about. It. They're like, "Yeah, it was real weird when when Miz and Maurice had their like weird little wedding thing, and the wedding gift was the murder weapon that they used the week before." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man! I also like the uh, the tweet that I shared with you guys from uh, from I think it's Cassio Kid, isn't that Conrad's friend? He said, "Is it me or Ed- yeah. is Edge's wife twice as jacked as Britt Baker's husband?" I thought that was yeah, pretty you good. Sure that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, oh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, see it, hopefully, see the end of this feud. And I'm sure, I'm sure. Well, I don't think so, though. Yeah. I would feel like to continue to mania. You think they'll have another match between the four of them at Mania, or do you think? I don't they'll... know if we will. It'll either A B. Um, I th- I'd see Edge Beth versus Maurice, or it will just be Miz versus Edge with some sort of stipulation. Yeah, like their wives on a pole match or something. I don't know. How, how about Miz <laughs> versus Beth? I, I I'd be more interested in that than anything else that they've they've I mean, uh, got to offer there. Be, I mean, that'd be a typical Miz like program. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like the lo- or Miz versus Edge, and like the loser's wife has to like cook him a meal or something like that. So <laughs> that that's some fucking Vince McMahon booking right there. Yeah. Hey, I will say this though too. I th- I thought the Bellas looked pretty good in the Rumble. I thought they handled themselves pretty well. Bree mode Bree mode hit, and she came out and had some fun. And I thought Nikki did did pretty good. Well, too. speaking of long long term booking, that was payback Bree when she did the elbow. Mm-hmm. The, the, for, the, for when Nikki did it to her at yeah, the Rumble. Yeah. yeah, so I thought how they eliminated Fox, Alicia Fox, was fucking hilarious. Too. Yeah, they're like divas. <laughs> and they're like, Damn. Somebody's, uh, got, also, somebody's got to be listening to our show because I feel like we're the ones that talk the most about long term booking, and it seems like there's been so much long term booking going on lately. So somebody's uh, got to be. Yep. Uh, I also find it funny Michael Cole can't get shit right. Like he called. Uh, Pretty sure he called Nikki Bree yes. uh, after because he he said Bree when Bree came out and then Nikki came out and he's like yeah Bree Bell he's like and he's like oh that's Nikki well hold on and, and then he did it again during the men's rumble with Montez there Ford. Were a lot of, there well, were a lot of flub like Byron had some flub ups yeah and I, Jimmy Colden Colden called the women's rumble that was Jimmy Smith oh. that was the yeah, she, yeah, okay, yeah so yeah, yeah one of them called uh, Nikki Bree I'm pretty sure that's probably then, Jimmy Smith. And yeah, then he, when he they got to the men's time. rumble, fucking Cole called uh, Montez Ford the first time, and then he said it again when yeah. uh, <laughs> his teammate came out. Angelo Dawkins, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the worst part is that even had Montez Ford on the graphic for, like, yeah. on the ring. So I'm like, damn, that's got to be rough to know that your teammate fucking just gets all of the, the glory yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> We talked a little bit about that because you know I, I've I've said to you guys before I think my I think the world of Montez Ford I think that dude's going to mm-hmm. be a huge star and and Corey Graves actually brought that up on his podcast he 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 was talking about how there hasn't been like a, a breakout star that's like transcended the business in a long time and he 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 identified Montez as being that type of talent and um uh you know and then but then I was watching the Royal Rumble preview show and then even um. 
Peter Rosenberg was talking about, you know, I'm really interested in who's going to be in the final four because the final four are the guys that, you know, are really going to be kind of set to break out. There really wasn't much of a final four in the men's rumble, but we'll talk about that in a second. But he goes, I think Montez Ford is going to be one of those guys. And Jerry the King Lawler goes, nope, definitely not. Just like Stone Cold, <laughs> like nope, not happening. Like, like what the fuck, Jerry? Well, it's because <laughs> Jerry probably knew who the Final Four was. He's probably. like, ah, you wish. Yeah, probably. He just shut that shit down. I was like, whoa, easy there, King. Um, but yeah, he so the side showing. <laughs> so so after the uh, after the grit couple dispatched the it couple, uh, we moved on to the uh, to the men's Royal Rumble. And honestly, man, I love the Royal Rumble match, but I hated this Royal Rumble match. And oh my god, yeah, it was it was tough to sit through. Probably like, top like three, one of the worst Rumbles ever. And, and, like, and it, 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 it ties just, the fucking shitty one where Roman won, and they sent the Rock out trying to fucking get yeah, the crowd to not boo him. Yeah, like it was one, bad. The one with Batista won. Yeah, was pretty bad. Um, yeah, it was. And, and and here's uh, and here's the thing, you know, I, I'm not gonna blame WWE for not having AEW guys in there because honestly, like, you know, rumors get started and people mm-hmm. create these ideas in their head of how they think it should go, and when it doesn't go like that, they immediately shit on it and like, oh, that's stupid, that sucked because they didn't do this. Well, realistically, maybe they couldn't do it. You know, there's people there's there's people that they ask to be in it. If people tell them no, but, then I'll, they have I'll what they have to like, work I'll, with. Outside, like, let's say Jericho, because, you know, like, he doesn't go over who, who cares, right? Mm-hmm. But outside of Jericho, like, would you really, like, any, like, avid people, especially who love AEW or anybody in AEW would want to be in the Rumble? You're not fucking winning. No. You're not, you know what I mean? Right. You're, you're going to get out, like, oh my well, God, I think man. it's more so the just to be able to say, hey, I wasn't employed by them, and I was able to yeah. come and represent my company on, in the Royal Rumble. Like, that's a historic, like thing to have on your resume it definitely is but at the same time though you know if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen like yeah you know, that that may have never been wwe's plans but you know oh, we, it clearly we make, wasn't we make it up in their in our <laughs> heads and think oh this is gonna happen and it doesn't happen we can't shit on them for it not happening because mm-hmm. that wasn't what they had planned but but you know what, what we can't they shit on them did for. have planned <laughs> was not good. It was not booked well. It was not structured well. There was no, like, fun... You know what I mean? Like, there was no fun spots, really, that, you know, made you well, laugh I or... I think there was supposed to be one fun spot, but it got fucked up because... Yeah, uh, Kofi, oh, Kofi yeah. spot got messed up. Like, the thing just yeah. seemed like it was snake bit from the beginning. And as soon as... Roman speared Brock and Heyman turned and they cost him the title. You fucking knew the ending before it even happened. I knew, I knew from that point so on, that's, that's what was going to happen. Didn't. You didn't, really? I didn't think that was no. Cause I, it does it, because it doesn't make sense without Heyman being on Brock's side because Heyman was the person who'd pull those strings. So for Brock to just randomly show up, it didn't like, didn't click in my head until like his music hit. Like, now, Oh fuck. That makes sense. Had number 30 been somebody else. And you saw him backstage, like grab that guy and F five him through the table and then run out in his place. I think mm-hmm. that would have made more sense because yes. you know what yeah. I mean? Like that, because he, he's stealing the spot then kind of like when he entered himself in the money in the bank or, or even if it would have been like, like the other person is like on their way out and they're like, they just get through the curtain and then Brock's music hits and he beats the fuck out of him. Like, uh, whoever it was did to, uh, who's Lana. still on the, 
No, who's still in the Royal Rumble from the men's for uh, Ted DiBiase? Right? Huh? DiBiase. Are talking about Virgil? Or no, no, or no, I'm talking about this was a few years ago. What's oh no, you're talking about uh, you're talking about um, you're talking about uh, Curtis Axel, who's never Curtis actually Axel, eliminated that's right. from yeah. the Rumble. Yeah. He was never eliminated from the Rumble because he got attacked before he made it to yeah, the yeah. ring. Yeah, so like had a moment like that where he beat the shit out of the person before they got to the ring and then took their spot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess that could have been a better way to do it too. There's definitely, but even before, even despite him coming out number thirty, there still was just they didn't. You know, the Royal Rumbles usually, when they create stories and they create rivalries, through that entire match, they did not create one story or one rivalry to come out of it. Madcap Moss eliminated AJ fucking Styles. I what when that happened. Yeah. What? I, I... Madcap fucking Moss eliminated AJ Styles. What sense does that make? It makes n- no sense at all whatsoever. If Austin Theory had eliminated AJ Styles, that would have made sense. They have a rivalry going already. Like that that storytelling, that's I'm fine. I'd be okay with that. It would piss me off, but I'm okay with it. Or if Grayson Waller had run out of nowhere and eliminated AJ Styles, none of the NXT then not a single guy from NXT was in the rumble. Um yeah. you know and, and they, they even teased I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but uh, the Dirty Dogs cut a promo on backstage and LA Knight walked through it. And, and got into a little verbal jousting with mm. Rude and Ziggler. But L.A. Knight wasn't in the Rumble. You know what I mean? So that led to nowhere. So th- there's – it just, to me, like, none of it made any sense at all what they did. And there was just no, like, fun, memorable moments. Like, I think Kevin yeah. said it best. Like, this is not going to be a Rumble that people are going to remember for ages. Like, there, there's nothing on this show other than maybe the Heyman turn that's going to be talked about – beyond you know the yeah. WrestleMania basically when when the winners face off like that's that's honestly it like that that's my biggest problem with the whole thing but I'll let you guys talk yeah so so another reason why like Brock was kind of unexpected for me is because he is while he's not he's a free agent and he's primarily been on smackdown so he didn't go to smackdown to challenge roman after roman fucked him over he got that reason when roman fucked him over so I did. I was like, "Oh, that's the end of it." Like, okay, I'm curious to see who's gonna win the rumble to go after Bobby Lashley. Then, and so like, mm-hmm. then it like turned. It just kept getting shittier and shittier, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I have no interest in WrestleMania right now." And then fucking Brock's music hit, and like, finally something's gonna save this rumble. Yeah, I mean, it, de- it definitely made it better. And I, I and out of everybody that was left, I guess I'm okay with him winning because, you know. <laughs> Who else was because there? It, 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 that's the thing. It just, it just sets up, like, honestly, right now, WrestleMania, there's two matches that you can really only be wanting to see. Whatever the women's match is. Oh, and I thought you were say uh, Betty versus Miz. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then and then Roman and Lesnar. Because even, like, yeah. whoever goes after Lashley, like, I mean, honestly, okay, maybe Big E. But, like, I don't know. I don't I – don't, I know they love Big E and stuff, but like to me as a champion, I just I don't know. Well, it, it, I think the problem with his championship reign was just there was nothing. They didn't do anything with it. Like there was nothing of interest. 
Uh, he didn't have a good challenger. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the, problem. the thing is, when you when you have a babyface champion, you have to have a stable of heels ready to go after him to to make sense. Like they did a good job with Kofi. Like they they brought like person after person after person to go after him, but they didn't have really anybody established enough or like anybody that was a threat to E other than Lashley. Mm-hmm. So if you keep Lashley away from him, then it, it really just. No, none of it made sense after that, so it just they they really didn't do him any favors, honestly. I, I still stand by the perfect opponent for Big E as a babyface champion would have been a heel King Woods. Yeah, or you know, hit him and Kofi turn heel. They turn on Big E, and he's like, "It's my fucking turn." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I that 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 would work, but then Woods blew out his. He blew out yeah. something. He's out for a little while, so uh, that's blew it out of the house. Well, and and, 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 <laughs> yeah. and I'm also a little concerned too because because Woods is out. They moved E back to SmackDown now, so now E is E is actually on SmackDown. He's not a Raw superstar anymore. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that they 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 seem to make. I think they like made an official announcement that he's now back on SmackDown because he showed up to with Kofi to face uh, Madcap Moss and uh, Happy Corbin. I just assumed that that was their, like, oh, the rules don't matter. We just have talent go wherever they want, but we're still going to pretend there's a brand yeah, split. Yeah, it was, but then and then after that they said that it was it was official that he moved back there. So I, I don't that know. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, so, I, like, like, like I said, the final, we got down to the final four. It was what? It was Lesnar. Lesnar ripped like, through the I, final. I, I, Lesnar ripped through the final four before you could even establish that there was a final four. Like I, I, mean, he, I even, he did have at least a little exchange with McIntyre. I know it wasn't very long. Yeah. I did like I did like that because again, here's oh, play back to a couple years ago, McIntyre eliminated him, beat right. him for the title, and he was um, just like, oh, a lot more people here, or a few more people here, to witness it this time. No, but like the final, <laughs> the final four should have been. Like Lesnar, McIntyre, like probably Biggie, Biggie, yeah. or honestly, like I think Riddle, yeah. and honestly, I think AJ should have been in the final four. Yeah, like, especially Riddle. like they fucking set that up of him doing like fucking pose and shit and like like yeah. all the Shawn Michaels yeah. stuff. Like, and then number one, you know, what I mean, I, let's have him go almost a distance. He doesn't have to be the final two, yeah. but like have him in the final four. Can we talk real quick about the look of excitement on Riddle's face when Brock Lesnar came out and how excited he was to try to touch Brock Lesnar and how Brock right. pretty much completely ignored him for the first, like, five minutes he was in there? He was like, come on, oh, come on Brock, do something. He was like, yeah. he was like, like a puppy like, trying to fall over around that just right. kept getting swatted off. <laughs> He finally just had, he finally just went up and like grabbed Brock and was like fucking suplex me right. man damn it I know <laughs> suplex me senpai yeah Riddle wanted that face off so bad but he just they just didn't give yeah. it to him at all and then they brought a tire and like just picked him up by like his foot and his and like his body just t- chucked him over the fucking room. yeah <laughs> that was great. So, all right. So, just to kind of recap from our our picks, um, I don't know why, but we well, we 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 didn't. RK Bro and Alpha didn't even have a match. I don't know why that was even on there. Um, But uh, so, if we're going from the uh, if we're going from the beginning, let's see. uh, I took Roman. Or no, we all took Seth. Never mind. We all took Seth. So we all got that right because Seth did win. Mm -hmm. He just didn't win the title. Um, they definitely mentioned Shield over five times. They mentioned Shield over five times before Seth even made it to the ring. <laughs> uh, so Kevin, you lost that one because you said it would be a push. 
Um, all right, so then we got the uh, Dewdrop and Becky. We all picked Becky. The Women's Rumble, we all picked Charlotte to win. Uh, for Loudest Pop, you two picked Paige. I picked Bailey. They weren't even in it. For the Dark Horse, <laughs> I had Lita. Kevin had Shotzi, and Michael had Liv Morgan. I don't think any of them were in the final. I think Lita might have been in the final four, but probably Yeah, Lita not. was in the final four, I think. But, yeah, Morgan was gone, per- like, halfway through. We all said it would be under one hour. We were correct. Uh, for the WWE Championship match, you guys both picked Brock. I picked Bobby. Um, so I got that one right. Uh, Michael and I both said it would be over the six-minute match, uh, six-minute mark. Uh, Kevin said under, but specifically 5.45, 5 minutes, 45 seconds, <laughs> which he was not correct on that. Um, and then for the men's Royal Rumble match, I picked Big E. You both picked Kevin Owens. We were all wrong. For loudest pop, I picked The Fiend. Uh, Kevin picked The Moose. Michael picked Jericho. None of them were in it. <laughs> so, so, but real quick, quick. Let's just face it. At the end of the day, we're all losing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, real quick, regarding the whole Fiend thing, uh, we were talking in the car about that, like, while on our way home f- from getting dinner. And I'm like, you know what? It, it, maybe there is a chance because they're still making Fiend figures. And, like, I get they own the copyright to it. But yeah. to make actual, like new action figures of a dude who's not with the company anymore makes no sense. Yeah, I feel like, like he feel literally like, just got pre-orders for his new elite or ultimate figure, and I'm like, Bruce not been in the fucking I, I honestly, business for six months. I, I could be completely wrong about this, and maybe I'm just being optimistic, but I honestly feel like he left specifically so he can go make the movie and not have mm-hmm. to have WWE involved with it, with the full intention on coming back when he was done. Like that, yeah. I, I honestly feel like he he will be back with them at some point in time. It's just it's you know I mean it's just going to be when he's healthy, when he's ready, when his movies done I, I i fully anticipate him being back with the wwe he made and them who's too to say much he doesn't money. fall in love with movie making yeah i mean you know and and he could be that guy that transcends the business but i i don't think he's ever going to be fully done with wwe i don't i don't see him being in AEW. i just don't i mean i yeah, I, I mean i, I could either. be completely wrong but you know we'll, we'll see the more I think about it and the more of the writings on the walls that like if he goes back into wrestling I I do think that the same thing I think that he wanted to go to this movie so he's just like let's let's you know call it quits for a bit and then I'll come back at some point and we can re- like renegotiate or something yeah because you don't make action figures of a dude that you fired six months ago I'm sorry you just don't yeah especially a new one like like fucking uh What's what's his name? Kurt Hawkins, Brian Myers. Like the the when they got released, it was literally a, a whole thing where the next set of basics was supposed to have a Kurt Hawkins figure, but they nixed him from it because it hadn't shipped yet. Right. So they were able to cancel it. He's been gone long enough that they could have canceled his last two figures without any problem. Yeah, especially to do another ultimate. Like that's that's mm-hmm. that's. All right, so um, uh, then we also, the dark horse for me was Roman because I had what happened reversed. Uh, Kevin's was Riddle and Michael's was Gunther, uh, so that didn't happen. (laughs) And uh, the over-under one hour, the Men's Royal Rumble actually only lasted 51 minutes, so they lasted. Well, it was shorter than the women's. So so in typical fashion, the men fell short of the women in time. Um, and, uh, finishing so first, baby. We all, we all picked over, so we were all incorrect there. So if we're keeping score at home, I had seven picks correct. Michael had six picks correct. And Kevin had three. So. 
<laughs> so I I I, I was I wasn't I wasn't really trying. So. <laughs> All right. So and and we had a bunch of people respond to the Twitter to the Twitter question I threw out the at live your gimmick. I'm gonna go through and read some of these real quick. Um, we're almost done we're almost done so marie shadows uh, and we'll see what you guys agree uh she said best um uh, marie shadows I've, I've talked with her a little bit on twitter she actually used to write for wwe she actually used to be on their creative team uh but uh she said um uh best roman versus rollins ends in dq so she liked that uh roman Heyman, lesser storyline continuing and bad bunny being a part was was bad bunny on your best list no, that wasn't even like that wasn't even no. the top fifty best things in that in that pay per view. Yeah, or, I'm sorry, premium live event. Yep, she said worse. No Mustafa Ali in the Rumble, longest uh, lost story opportunity. No NXT stars in the men's or women's Rumbles. Uh, men's Rumble was predictable regardless of storyline. Wait, wise. I thought wasn't uh, I thought there was one NXT. Uh-uh. Uh, in the women's wasn't was it Aaliyah or whatever? Or Aaliyah, no, she's been Aaliyah's been on SmackDown for about. That's three right. She got brought now. up because yeah. she keeps having these like like quick wins over people. That's right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bammer Slammer Wrestling Podcast, which is at Bammer Slammer. Uh, best was uh, Seth and Roman. Uh, the Shield entrance moment. Uh, Mickey James theme song and wearing the title belt said goosebumps. The worst was the men's rumble, which was awful. Kofi missing the spot. Nothing for Ray and Dom. And then uh, three, Dude, right? Ronda and Brock are already mega stars. They didn't need to win the rumble. Can yeah. we just discuss that for a second? The fact that for weeks they've been doing this bit where Ray throws his son over the top rope and his right. son looks like he fucking got betrayed like Mufasa and, yeah, and Scar. And then he gets eliminated before his dad's even in the fucking rubble. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like with Kofi, they said that Kofi was supposed to do some kind of spot with Big E. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the fact that, that he was out, out because he, yeah. 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 And, and, and that's, and that's what I was talking about. Like with, with Dom and, and Ray, you know, there, the, there was no good structure to the match. Like nothing made sense. Like that would have made total sense. So yeah, good point. Good point there. Thanks. Uh, no, let's have, let's have, let's have Bad Bunny eliminate more people than Bobby Roode. Right. And be in there long, longer than him. Right. Right. Uh, then uh, uh, media at media junkie vids replied Johnny Knoxville only being in there for two minutes. Thumbs down. Uh, actually, that was an appropriate amount of time. I actually, if, if anything was a highlight, it was the Johnny Knoxville spot because he took a couple of really stiff clotheslines, clotheslines, and he he stood in there for it and he took one hell of a bump over the top rope. <laughs> oh, dude! And then his fuck when he fucking uh, did that spot with AJ, where AJ's like, "Yeah, come on, hit me, hit me." Yeah, and he did. It. He's like, "All right, your turn," and he beat the shit out. Of yeah. Him. And, and the outfit was fucking on point. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Now, Wee Man trying to take the crown from him was a little weird while they were walking down the aisle, but, you know, I'll forgive that. All right. Uh, Smacked Raw Pod decided uh, to go with their top three was the Women's Rumble, Seth versus Roman, Brock versus Lashley. Bottom three was the finish to Seth and Roman, the finish to, <laughs> to Brock and Lashley, and the Men's Rumble. <laughs> oh, well, last hour of it would have been the finish to the Women's Rumble. <laughs> Um, KVNG Montana 100 decided to follow us out of this. So welcome to the, the gimmick minute live and best worldwide friends. Twitter feed. We appreciate that. Um, yeah, you are a gimmick minute, best friend. Go buy the shirt on tpublic.com. Um, the, uh, the, 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 podcast, 
Uh, top three, Mickey Ethan James, Women's Royal Rumble, and the Mixed Tag Match. The bottom three was the Men's Rumble, Brock vs. Bobby, and then uh, Mighty Molly and Melina not lasting a decent time in the Rumble. We already talked about that. I thought Mighty Molly segment was perfect. Yeah. And for Melina, why, why does she need to last long? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, nobody would last long with Melina, so... <laughs> <laughs> there it is, Kevin. Especially doing those splits. <laughs> God, I'm just upset. He said it right before I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Seth Brooks, which is at S P B I T W nine. Was that Spibit Spibit W nine? Worst oh Brock God. winning the Rumble. Madcap <laughs> eliminating AJ. Sasha eliminated early. Uh, best was all of Seth versus Roman, Mickey in the Rumble, and Brock. Most of Brock versus Lashley. I, I'm kind of with him with Madcap eliminating AJ. That yeah. was dumb. And Sasha, uh, how early was Sasha eliminated? I felt like she was in it for a while. She was limited halfway through. Halfway through, okay. Yeah, I mean, she just came back from injury, so you know maybe that had more to do with it than anything. Uh, I feel, I just feel like it's one of those things that we've become so accustomed that like if someone like big comes out as one or two that they're going to last a long time just to at least tease that there's a chance they're going to go the distance and yeah. in this case fucking aj gets beat by a fucking jobber and i don't even remember who eliminated sasha but i feel like it was probably a part-timer i thought it was actually sasha uh, was it shotzi i think yeah. you say sasha eliminated sasha no i thought it was, yeah. I, was I thought it was shotzi but i could be wrong there if, uh, if it was shotzi it makes sense but no i thought it was uh, zelina oh was this oh yeah it was zelina you're right yeah yeah okay which that's that's a that's big for zelina uh at run with turtles uh, apparently he does not run very fast but his top three was seth's entrance <laughs> mickey james and the Heyman turn oh, i get it i get it <laughs> i got it <laughs> I gotta agree. I gotta agree with him on all three things. <laughs> the bottom three: Men's Rumble, Ronda Rousey, and lack of surprises. I disagree with Ronda Rousey. I, I like the whole Ronda Rousey thing, but I do agree with the lack of surprises. And I think it's pretty unanimous that the Men's Rumble sucked. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I'll read here is from Midwest Yeti, which is at LOD Road Warriors. Uh, Midwest Yeti. Midwest Yeti. <laughs> Midwest Yeti. Uh, almost, uh, almost Rob, almost. A superhero? I, I say, I can't even find. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. Almost, almost a superhero attacking the superhero. Okay. There we go. Uh, Rollins, because he put an emoji in there. So it threw me off. Sorry. Rollins double cross, double cross cosplay shield Joker was epic. Uh, Dewdrop squashes the air out of Lynch. And then the worst was pre-show treatment of Sonya D. Bob Rude deserves so much better, and Banks eliminated too early. So Bob Rude does deserve so much better. I didn't see the pre-show treatment of Sonya Deville though. I don't know. What yeah, you're I didn't either. About I don't know. What, yeah. I I will say I I like this whole jacket gimmick thing. When she sat down, she's like, "Uh, do you see them still wearing the jacket?" Yeah. Like yeah. I'm like. <laughs> Are you getting in there? Um, I'm wearing the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. How about the, uh, how about the uh, TNA chance when? Oh yeah, Rude, Rude, Rude and AJ squared off. That was kind of a good moment. That was interesting. Yeah, that was like a fucking dick tease. Because then you're just like, oh, okay, who's coming? Who's going to show up from Impact to like get in there and like have a whole huge moment? And yeah. then it's like, oh yeah, no. That would have that would have been a good spot one. for LA Knight to show up if he was going to be in it because you know he he comes from that from that world. I believe you know, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah. 
All right. Well, hey, that's that. That about does it for the show. Uh, so, anything else that we want to cover before we uh, before we get there? Yeah. No. All right, cool. Wait, you can uh, definitely subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app of choice. Of course, we're on pretty much all the major platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. And you can also find us on our Twitter account, which is at LiveYourGimmick. That's the at symbol followed by L-I-V-Y-O-U-R, Gamma Indigo, Mike, Mike, Indigo, Charlie, Kevin. I I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> and uh, Michael, what do you got coming up Give for it. us on Modern Toy Fair? <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, the the same shit we got every week. Uh, go check out Modern Toy Fair podcast. Uh, we're gonna have some top ten lists here soon. Uh, we've got Toy Fair be coming back with some pretty big guests here soon. Um, yeah, YouTube.com forward slash Modern Toy Fair. Go buy some shirts. Uh, tpublic.com search gimmick minute or modern toy fair got logos on them got other random shit like modern toy fair got show me nips fucking over here on gimmick minute we've got the bukkake warriors so you got all sorts of uh weird into window shirts you can buy sounds good kevin you got anything nope cool all right thank you guys <laughs> for listening to this week's episode of the show hope you enjoyed it hope you enjoyed the royal rumble well at least up until the men's royal rumble match anyway uh thank you guys again for listening for kevin and michael my name is jason reminding you smarks out there to be a fan but always live your gimmick and goodbye everybody Rumble uh, sucks. Uh, i get it